Hey everybody, how's it going? It's Charlie Morgan and welcome to my YouTube channel. I hope you are well. And today I have my Kindle, right? This little bad boy. If you don't have a Kindle, you should get one because if you don't read, a good way to make you read is to buy something that costs like $300 that denotes that you should be a reader and then carry it everywhere with you and tell everyone you've got one and then it kind of holds you accountable to actually using the damn thing. Buy a gym membership and then suddenly you tell everyone you've got a gym membership, you're more likely to go. The first problem people have when it comes to learning is they don't have their identity associated with it. As children and we grow up, we are very curious by nature and that curiosity is channeled into the school system, but then the school system is kind of a bit of a piss take because it basically takes curiosity and turns it into compliance which creates these factory workers that we no longer need in the creative space in the current industry in the current market who am i my name's charlie i hope you're well um today's video is obviously centered around learning now why should you trust me when it comes to learning how to learn well i've been able to apply some knowledge a very limited amount of knowledge because I don't know much in the whole scheme of things. But what I have learned has enabled me to grow a couple of businesses, an agency to seven figures and a coaching business to multi-seven figures. I almost put two fingers up at you there. I do apologize for that. Um, but today I want to explain my process for learning and, and really how I get started when it comes to learning a topic or thinking about something. Um, the reason I have this idea for a video is because I'm just rereading a wonderful book called Thinking in Systems by Donella Meadows. Um, it's a great book for anyone who wants to learn how to build systems and understand the basic core premises of a system. But today, like, let's talk about how to actually learn, right? Because the, the big problem is the, the identity thing is most people don't perceive themselves as learners or most, most, it's kind of like a humility thing as well. Like a lot of people think they know a lot. And as soon as you think you know a lot, then you immediately know nothing because, well, it's by thinking and becoming aware of the fact you don't know much that you actually are motivated and inspired to pick up something and start to consume information that would advance your knowledge in a certain field so you can take action to produce more money, more wealth, more freedom. But let's talk about this. So the first thing is first principles, right? If you don't know what first principles are, then you've capped your income at a certain level. And today I'm going to help you really understand first principles. And that wasn't intended as an insult. It was intended as a truth. Um, if you're not familiar with what first principles are and how they work, you're really handicapping your ability to actually act in the world in a way that is in accordance with real truth. And when you can act in accordance with real truth, then you're basically aligned with reality and you can sort of see the matrix. So whenever you see like business people making moves and like entrepreneurs doing things and everything seems to go their way and they always get what they want and they're always right with their decisions, it's because their perception of reality is is like so objective that they see the objective truth. The problem with perception of reality and paradigms is that there's an objective truth and there's a subjective truth. And when we observe reality, we kind of see it in a subjective way. The purpose of knowledge and the purpose of first principles specifically is to open up your perception and lens as to what is really true so that when you are perceiving something, you actually see what's there, not what you want to see. There's a really cool quote when it comes to mindset that says that we don't see the world for what it is, we see the world for who we are. It's a really interesting point. And so what you want to try and do is pick up books and like um, vehicles of information from successful people who are miles ahead of you down the lane and have that experience to basically say, hey, on this lane, on this road, I'm, I'm at the end of the road, you're at the start of the road. When you get to mile 10, you better avoid this. When you get to mile 100, you better avoid this. Or when you get to this, do this. It, we want to take experience from people so we can absorb their knowledge and their perspectives, and most importantly, their paradigms. So the acquisition of knowledge is not the acquisition of perspective. Now, it kind of is in the sense that when you unlock a new piece of knowledge or information, it kind of, you download it into your paradigm and perspective, but 
the, the best thing to do that I found in terms of learning is learning how to see the world the way successful people see the world. Because if you can see the world in the way successful people see it, then ideas and thoughts and information will bubble up from your subconscious with this new perspective that allows you to move in accordance with reality, thus getting what you want. Now, I've still got a lot of work to do here because I'm only at multi seven figures. There's people doing eight, nine, 10, 11 figures, right? And then, you know, even beyond that, we've got people making hundreds of billions now. Um, but what have I learned about learning and first principles and such? So, the first thing is that if you want to grow a business, you shouldn't study business. Don't study, like don't read business articles, don't read business journals, don't go to business classes, don't read business textbooks. When people try and teach business, they just try and teach anecdotes um, of individual certain case studies, case studies is what they call them. Um, but the problem with that is it's not really, like that's not how you synthesize and understand business. It doesn't really work like that. You can be like, oh yeah, so I know that in on this date, at this time, this CEO did this action, it led to this effect. But knowing that's useful and you can cite it and it sounds cool, but doesn't mean that you're going to know what to do or how to actually perceive the problem when you come to solve it. You can be like, yeah, so I know that like in, in Jim Rohn's book, Good to Great, which by the way, you should read as a contradiction. It's a good book because it gives you perspectives. But that's my point. So if you want to study business and you want to get good at business, then you actually should study things that underpin business right? So what underpins business? Well, there's other disciplines. So business is actually kind of an amalgamation of a series of sub-disciplines that create this manifestation that we would know and love as business. Microeconomics, psychology, sales, game theory, mathematics, statistics, systems thinking, systems theory, abstract concepts, model-based thinking. There's, there's lots of them, lots of these sub-disciplines like um, accounting, for example, is one of them, or certain aspects of law or company structure or evolutionary biology is a bloody good one to know, um, social psychology, all these things. Um, and really, like, what you want to do is get the basics of all of these sub-disciplines. And you want to understand, like, the core principles and the core founding principles of each topic. Now, how do we do that? Because once you can do that, then you have this sort of layer of knowledge of being multidisciplinary. Now, there's a quote that says, to the man with a hammer, every problem seems to look like a nail. What that means in thinking is that when you only have one discipline to pull from, you're siloed and your perspective is jammed on that one thing. So when you perceive a problem, you will only see it from that angle. But when you have multiple disciplines and multiple tools, when you see a problem, you, you won't just see a nail. If you've got a hammer, you might see a nail. But if you've also got a spanner, you might see a screw or whatever that, whatever insert DIY term that I'm too stupid to remember. Um, and that allows you to basically be better at problem solving. What is business success? It's the ability to solve problems, right? We layer solutions and every time you solve a problem, another problem will present itself because solutions by their nature are actually problems. They're like you, you just sort of open doors and the more problems you can solve, the faster you can solve them and the better you get at solving them with speed and agility and preciseness, the quicker you get results. So how do we learn these disciplines and how do we gain these perspectives and paradigms? You have to read what I know as the classics, right? So my point here is a lot of people want to study psychology or microeconomics or um, there's all sorts of like different books that people want to like sort of read and study. But what I like to try and do is like, okay, the easiest way to do this is if you want to find the core of the thing. So an example of this is like, what, what, what do I mean by core of the thing? So let's say you want to learn evolutionary biology. So you can understand gene theory, natural selection and such, so that you can integrate that into your business understanding. So when it comes to building systems and testing variables, you have this perspective to pull from and it's really helpful. 
don't go ahead and just go on Amazon and search evolutionary biology. No, go down to Darwin's Origin of Species and read that, right? Because what you will find from reading the core, the bottom, the start of the thesis or the, the idea is you'll learn the principles under which everything else above that sits. So like psychology, for example, one of the most fundamental ideas in psychology, for example, as a principle is classical and operant conditioning, which resolves around incentive theory and pain avoidance theory, right? And if you understand those, you can you kind of understand like pretty much all of psychology and human behavior. There's loads more to it than that, like all, all these principles. But like if you want to learn persuasion, for example, then it helps to understand those two things as core principles which were discovered. Um, and you can look all the way back to like Jean Piaget and stuff in the 1940s, 50s to learn how that worked. Um, but like if you want to if you want to read microeconomics, go and read Adam Smith. Right. Don't come and try and read like what's new and what's popular. Read what is built on. So if you want to find out what it's built on, because sometimes you won't, it won't be too obvious. Like, you know, there's going to be different disciplines that you want to learn and you might not know where to like sort of what the source of this information is, because like a discipline is kind of like a river. Right. What you want to do is like the, the more the further down the river you go, the more polluted the water gets. Right. The messier and mur murkier it gets. But the further you go to the source of the water, the purer the water is and the better understanding and the clearer you'll be able to actually see it. And then when you can understand what's at the core, then you can go to the end of the river and look down into the muddy water and use your what you learned at the core and the, the, the pure water to then apply that perspective to the muddy water and you'll be able to see straight through it. But what most people try and do is they try and learn disciplines without understanding the first principles under which they sit. And... If you if you do that, then you're really gonna struggle, right? So okay, so with evolutionary biology, we've obviously got the example of um, Darwin's Origin of Species. Um, but let's say you want to learn like gene theory, right, or something like that, something else in biology. Don't go and just buy the newest book on gene theory. Go and read Watson and Crick, the guy who the people who discovered the double helix, right? <laughs> it's like if you're gonna learn gene theory, go and learn what those guys came up with first. It's kind of like if you want to learn physics, you go and study like the best physicists. If you want to read philosophy and understand Stoicism, don't go and read what's new and popular now. Go back to Discourses by Epictetus and go back to Letters from a Stoic by Seneca. Because if you can understand what goes on in those books, then you understand the first principles and then you can reason up from there and actually construe your own perspectives and then tie it into everything else you've learned. So I, I say this a lot to clients because a lot of my clients are always like, Charlie, how do you have these perspectives and how... Why are you sometimes like quoting Darwin and then sometimes you're quoting Jung and then other times you're talking about what Watson and Crick did and then like then you're over here talking about Dr. David Buss and evolutionary psychology and then like you're coming in from this angle with this new crypto thing like why do you have all these perspectives and like it really helps to have them and so if you want to learn things go to the first principles first right understand like what Darwin meant when he said, like, because, you know, you can understand evolutionary biology with this statement of, like, it's not the strongest or the fittest that survive, but those most adaptable to the situation in which they currently find themselves in. You can kind of just throw the rest away after that. It's kind of like, um, you know, with, with all these disciplines, there's always, like, a founding father, right? And, if you know, if you want to learn um, psychoanalysis and, um, and certain, like, psychological... Um, therapy-based things, go and study Jung, go and study Freud. They are the boys, mate. They're at the bottom. And they have, all of the knowledge that we currently have is is 
like based on it. So you want to imagine you're building like a steel frame to then build this house of knowledge on top of. But most people, they just go and like hop on Amazon and then they just buy the thing with the shiniest cover um, when the reality is that it's not. Another example, let's say you want to study the discipline of procrastination, right? And you want to understand how, like why procrastination works and like why that happens and like a bit of this like, self-help procrastination stuff. Just go to the bottom and read On the Shortness of Life by Seneca, right? You might not be aware of that book, and this is exactly the problem. On the Shortness of Life by Seneca is a book that's probably about this thin, but it's the most like profound procrastination-busting book I've ever read. And when you read other books on procrastination, it's all sort of built off of this, whether people know it or not. Um, but when you can get to the bottom of things and you can boil everything down to... Un like First principles are like unquestionable truths that can be attacked from any angle, but still not proven untrue, if that makes sense. Um, so it's pretty cool. It's pretty interesting to know. And once you have, like, once you've picked your disciplines and you, you really do understand the core central thesis of those disciplines. So like, you know, the laws of thermodynamics, for example, in a certain discipline or the laws of evolutionary biology or the laws of human nature or, you know, whatever that might be you're trying to learn. When you understand the core disciplines and the core central thesis of those disciplines, then you can start to build up. So if you want to advance your knowledge in statistics and game theory, you can progress. Like, for example, a first principle in statistics is regression to the mean, right? It means that um, like everything will balance out in like the, the average will show itself over a large enough data set. Or um, another example in, in the scientific method, you, that's a discipline, science, setter is paribus. All other variables remaining the same. It's the first principle that scientists will use to build a scientific process, which is obviously put a man on the moon. So basically, I know it's a bit of a scrambled video, but I wanted to just explain that if you want to learn things, go to the people that started the things and then build your way up from there. So if you want to find out who the founding father or founding mother is of your chosen discipline, go and buy a popular fancy book. Then go to the back of the book and look who that who that author has cited as con contributing to the book. Then go to the person who they cited and then go to the back of their books and then find who they cited. And then go to their books and then find who they cited and keep going and keep going and keep going until you get to books that have stood the test of time that are still being published these days, but basically like haven't, um, what's the word, like they, they haven't got any citations at all. Like an example of this is How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie in terms of um, like, in, obviously like it's based on psychology and there are principles that sit below that. But like How to Win Friends and Influence People, like that book has produced like this stream of like, you know, persuasion books and stuff. And if you just understand How to Win Friends and Influence People and read those books then you can bring it. The other way to do this is to read the biographies of billionaires and very successful people and um, sort of just pick, pick out the principles. I've done that quite a lot. Um, but that's how I learn and that's how I've been able to learn. And that's why I'm reading Thinking in Systems by Donella Meadows, right? So there's, um, there's lots of books on like systems and how to think in systems. But I kept like going through these books, all these books on systems and stuff. And like it kept coming back to this same person, Donella Meadows, Donella Meadows, Donella Meadows. And I tried it and I was like, okay, I should probably just pay attention to what Danella Meadows says. And now she has citations of other people, so I will be going back to those citations, but it's a good book. So um, anyway, that's I wanted to just record this video because I get the question a lot, like how do you learn and how do you pick up knowledge? And that's how, I'm, I'm not just like picking up any random book, like, you know, let's, let's have a look at this. If I hop into Amazon here, right? 
and let's just let's go into Amazon, right? And let's just type in psychology books, and let's see. So we've got what have we got here? The psychology book, big ideas, simply explain. That might not be too bad. Psychology of money. Little known secrets of ADHD. So like reaching down the rabbit hole, extraordinary journeys into the human brain. Think like a psychologist. Like I'm sure that like I'm sure that some of these books are useful and stuff. Um, but what's more useful is to understand what they're all based on, right? So, anyways, that's everything for today's video. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you found it useful. If you did, please do consider subscribing. You can always unsubscribe if you get sick of me. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but anyways, if you did enjoy it, just like I said, subscribe. Um, do like the video and comment if you have anything to add or anything to remove, right? If you disagree with anything. Um, in the first link of the description, there will be a funnel. It's designed to sell you something. It's a course pitch. It's basically me explaining how our program works. Basically, if you're a high ticket entrepreneur as an agency owner or a coach or consultant or expert, and you're struggling to acquire clients, then we can fix that problem for you without any problem at all. We do it on a pair and results basis. We've done it for hundreds of people. It works quite well, blah, 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 blah. Insert pitch here. Check it out if you want. But anyway, I'll leave you to it. Have a great day. Peace.